Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of The Unknown Subject, a Criminal Minds podcast. I am Kelly McMasters Parsons. And I am Kelsey Paul. And today we are going to watch season four, episode 20, Conflicted. 420. 420. Blaze it. She was going to, she was going to make that joke. I am now (laughs) just now connecting the dots that you told us last week that you were going to be drinking a St. Patrick's Day themed drink while we recorded. And here you are with your shamrock <laughs> shake. <laughs> was that done on purpose or was that no, a happy accident? Total accident. Total happy accident. I'm I drinking did- my shamrock shake <laughs> because. I did not make that connection until <laughs> right now. I love shamrock shakes because they're so unique and weird in the world of milkshakes. Yeah. Um, and obviously they're, they're only though. around for St. Patrick's Day. Um, and I hadn't had one yet this season. And Cassie and I had been planning when we were going to have one. And we scheduled it for tonight, Tuesday, March 16th. What a happy accident. It was. Ske- Cassie just goes scheduled. <laughs> yeah, we did schedule it. <laughs> we drove on down to the Dormont McDonald's. <laughs> Sat in the curbside parking lot. Today was the day. Or parking spot. And the guy brought us. And guys, listeners, I want to tell you about a little piece of magic that happened today. Oh. Yes. <laughs> for, two sec- I, for a split second, I thought, ooh, magic. And then I go, oh, I know what she's about to say. <laughs> I ordered a 10-piece McNugget meal. And I got an 11-piece. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a St. Patrick's Day miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, would you categorize McDonald's? We've, have we ranked chicken nuggets, be- fast food chicken nuggets before? I don't know if we've done that. I don't know if we have either. Do, are, are are McDonald's chicken nuggets, like, the peak for you? or do you, They are, they are just... the peak for me. Okay. Um, okay. I know a lot of people put Wendy's at the top. I was going to say, uh, I really love a Wendy's nug. Like, mostly for the, for the uh, spicy options. But McDonald's has spicy ones now, they too. They have spicy ones now. I like McDonald's, like, breading situation the it's best. Like a, it's more like a tempura, like, Yes, kind of exactly. Yeah. And it, like, it has a very unique situation where the breading is almost just, like, a shell. Yes. And then the nugget's just kind of floating around. The in nugget the is just kind of, like, in there. Yeah, it's like yeah. when you get a cheese stick, like a mozzarella stick, <laughs> and you take one bite, and then the cheese all comes out yeah. of the shell. It is kind of like that, yeah. Um, it's that, but as a chicken nugget. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love that it's all five shapes at yeah. most. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're the top chicken nugget for me. Okay. Okay. What's your top? Wendy's your top chicken. I nugget? guess Wendy's. I think. Um, I do like a McDonald's. I think there's a great place in everyone's heart for McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> they might be second. I'm also now sitting here thinking that I feel like Wendy's 
nuggets and uh, Burger King nuggets are very similar. Mm. They have the same kind of breading situation, if I'm remembering. I don't know if I've ever had a Burger King nugget. They're they're pretty good. Like I I I don't know. I feel like McDonald's or I feel like Burger King nuggets almost have like kind of a weird taste. I don't know mm. if it's the breading or the oil or what, but something about it, they have like a very distinct taste. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I love a. Listen, I'm a nugget person when I go to fast food restaurants. Yeah. Um, I oftentimes, if I'm if I'm particularly hungry, my option of choice is to get like a small cheeseburger and then like a thing of like six or eight nuggets. So then mm-hmm. I can have the best of both worlds. Yeah. So this isn't a fast food podcast, <laughs> but this is the road we've but traveled someday down. I do think that we need to get together and have nuggets from like a smattering of do fast a food taste test and do a taste test. Okay. I'm okay with that. Cassie just has to be a part of it. And yes, absolutely. <laughs> Ste- yes, if Steven wants to be in, we'll just Steven have a big would lo- group. Steven would love to do that, I think. <laughs> I think I think we do this. Once we're all vaccinated, we're going to do a, a chicken nugget. That's um, how we're going to celebrate. Mukbang. <laughs> a mukbang. Is that yeah. what that is? I don't know. What's when a mukbang? When you eat food on camera? Is, I didn't know there was a name for that. I think that's like people like on YouTube. It's like like a genre, like ASMR, mukbangs, really? unboxing, really? mukbangs. I've never I'm heard not, the word mukbang. I've never mukbang? watched a mukbang, but I think that's what it is. Okay, the youth guys, tell me know. if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I don't know. I don't think you were into YouTube like I was, but there was no. a phase in YouTube where all the creators were doing the chicken nugget challenge. What's that? Which is you eat 100 eat, chicken nuggets? You eat 50 McDonald's McNuggets. Wow. Um, One of my friends in grad school and I... Oh, I've talked about this with you. Yeah, I tried to do it. When you tried to do it and you didn't get very far. No. First of all, we only bought 40 each because we knew we weren't going to make it to 50. Why <laughs> waste those extra 10? <laughs> I only made it to 28. <laughs> 28 is pretty good, though, I feel like. Yeah. That's not bad. You got more than halfway. (laughs) But I was sitting there eating those nuggets today and I thought, I want to try again. I think I can beat 28. (laughs) (laughs) I'm older. I'm more mature. I'm more seasoned. I would train differently. I would go about it a little (laughs) with a little more wisdom. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, we, we can definitely, if that is what it's called, we can definitely have a chicken nugget mukbang as a group when we are um i hate the word though mukbang. then why we don't need to use it then um well, what are you gonna call it a chicken nugget smorgasbord Sp- spell that i can't and you know that i can't um, i think it's smorgasbord s i like smorgas s m o with an umlaut okay r G A sound it out. G A B O R G. Cassie, can you look it up? Smorgasbord. <laughs> Borg. Is it Borg, Borg or Bored? I think it's Borg. G- g- Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was close. S M O R G A S B O 
B-O-R-D. Smorgasbord. Okay. I have been saying Not that word wrong. Borg. <laughs> Borg. Um, yeah. And then maybe we film it and put it on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's the kind of content that I feel like none of our listeners have ever asked for. That's the kind of thing. So I will occasionally. I don't subscribe to any Patreons because... I don't have like a lot of liquid income at this time in my life. <laughs> um, but if a creator is doing something particularly interesting, I'll buy like one month. Sure. Guys, you could do that. Yeah, you could. <laughs> here's a here's a hint. Be a one monther. <laughs> Sign up and quit right away. <laughs> There's not that much content going on right now on our Patreon. Yeah, I continue to not post our second bonus episode. There is another bonus episode I let coming. Kelsey down every day it's, of my life. It's fully <laughs> it's it's fully recorded. It's just waiting. It's to be sitting uploaded. on my I got a new computer this week, guys, and finally, I guess that's big news for the podcast. Finally after yeah! all the years from podcast day number 1, I've needed a new MacBook and finally I have a new one of she, my own. She's finally done it. Um but the, the other bonus episode is sitting on my old clunker. Oh, right. Yeah. And I just, I got to open it back you gotta up. You got to open that I'm gonna baby just, back up. I'm going to just send my audio file for that to my new computer well, and not, yeah. not do any other nonsense There's on no there, need to mess around with the old guy. No. I just got to let, let him strip her, go strip to her down. Yeah. Go to the big Apple store in the sky. Exactly. <laughs> with Steve Jobs. He's waiting for you. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway. Do you have any business? Mm, no. I think that's pretty much it. Okay. I'm ready to watch this one. If you're ready uh, yeah, to watch I'm ready this too. One. Episode 420. Episode it. 420. I feel like hitting the 20 mark is big because there's 26 episodes in this season, so we've finally reached like the set of digits in which this. <laughs> Yeah. Season will really finally come in, to an end. Round and third base heading home. <laughs> we are. We're almost there. We're getting there. Um, okay. Okay. Well, then let's let's do it. Um, I'm going to press play in three, two, one. Play. It's uh, a lighter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just really close on some hands. Yeah, with a lighter. Pan up, and it's a lady. Yeah. She says, how are you feeling today? Oh, you're ahead what of me. What do I recognize her from? Okay, I'll pause it for one second. And playing. What more can I ask for? Yeah. And the lady turns around. What so this appears jacket. to be this appears to be a therapy session? Oh, yeah. She says, patients have a hard time coping with new surroundings. Oh, and so it's, it's being an, recorded. Yes, and it's another woman sitting smoking a cigarette. We're we only seeing see her, her through the the um, camera recorder. Yeah, the camera. The recorder. Her face is obscured by shadow as if this is like a film noir, like that we can't see her face. It's very dramatic lighting. Or she's lighting. like speaking on the condition of anonymity. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> she's in a mob, she's in exactly a mob documentary. Is. Oh, oh Dr. Reed is there? there do- Why are you calling Dr. Reed? That's Spencer. <laughs> Such formality. Him and I are no longer on first name basis. Yeah. 
And he says, I am looking for Adam. Adam. Uh, And this person says, just because you caught me doesn't mean you'll find him. And Reed says that you're not that smart. (laughs) She's That's a long cigarette. She looks like Christina Hendricks, kind of, in profile. I was going to say, it was like, with what? (laughs) Does her hair look red? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, now we're seeing... Spring break 2009. Spring break 2009, bitches. Fireworks. We're in South Padre. Everybody has those, like, inflatable... No, they're not inflatable, but they're, like, (laughs) glow-in-the-dark things. They're called glow sticks. Those are long glow sticks, though. Those are still glow sticks. Look at them. (laughs) Inflatable. I thought that they were, like, those things that they... Glow-in-the-dark things. (laughs) Shut up. I thought that they were the inflatable, like, noisemaker things that they hand out at, like, stadiums. basketball games. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought they were. (laughs) Clacky... Balloons. Yes, exactly. Oh, someone oh, has a phone. Look at that Gretchen. phone. She's Gretchen's not getting like, in until tomorrow. I'm coming tomorrow. This guy is wearing a classic, like, mid-2000s outfit. Some Ed Hardy shit. Yep. Looking like a button-up, but it's not button. He's got a t-shirt underneath. You know what? I'm guilty of wearing that kind of outfit, but I have a better button-up. <laughs> it doesn't have a dragon on it. <laughs> So he noticed a hot lady walking by. Hot babe in the elevator. I'm going to follow her to the elevator. Three floors and they're taking the elevator. Yeah, it's like, just walk, you lazy asses. (laughs) Man, I felt really bad the other day. I had a doctor's appointment that was on the first floor of the hospital. I went in on the ground floor and they were like, do you know how to get there? And I was like, no, because, you know, I don't know the layout of a hospital. And they were like, take the elevator. And I was like, no, I'm the asshole that's taking the elevator from the ground floor to the first floor. Oh, sorry. So he's taking her back to his room. And she's uh, got him tied to the bed. And she was like massaging and scratching him. Yeah. Oh, oh. he's he's gagged. Gagged. And now he's screaming. Sadie, come on up. Don't be weird about it. Come on. Oh, bag over the head. Oh, plastic wow. bag over the head. And then we're it's just like cross-cutting That's, to like people partying on the beach. It's very BTK intense. BTK shit. It is. It's very BTK. We're really close on boobies. Some, some boobies. Boobies. Oh, there's that guy. There's that guy. Um, The guy this that she's else. referring to. Well, I recognize him from the Twilight series. He yeah, plays, that's he, it. He plays one of the vampires. He plays one of the vampires in Twilight. I think his yeah. character's name is Jasper in yes. that one. My best friend in high school had a big crush on him. Oh, there you go. All right, so he's talking and to he's his like boss. He's like the janitor or the maintenance guy. Yeah, and the boss is kind of busting his butt a little bit and being like, go clean this room. Turns the light on. We going to find a dead body? Of course. Oh, Are he's vacuuming Dyson. with a nice Dyson. It's the kind of Dyson that has the ball on it. Yeah, remember it's, when those were big? Yeah. You ever use one? They're hard to use. Uh, I have used one. I, I feel like my mom used to have one. Oh. Nancy Torrenti has gone through a lot of vacuums in her life. <laughs> <laughs> has she found... <gasps> oh, God, he's crumpled up at the bottom of the closet. He's got ligature marks. Daniel Keller, 21. Went to Benjamin Franklin University. Oh, Is that a real thing? I don't know. Maybe. BFU? BFU! <laughs> the uh, I feel like Ben Franklin would love it. His fightin'. college is called FU. The fighting kites. I feel like that oh. makes sense for uh, <laughs> a Benjamin Franklin situation. The fighting kites. Yes. 
Mm, okay. I was going to say the Gowdy boys. <laughs> okay, so Dan, our victim, has been raped, which they say is very unusual. Mm. Yeah. Um, you don't often hear about men being raped you don't. by women. You don't. Um, he's discovered by hotel How staff, can tell obviously. That? The same. What do you mean? Well, I feel like when it's on a woman, there's like swelling, maybe. I don't know how it works. But on a man, how can you tell? Does the I penis change? I... <laughs> well, I. Or do you think I, it was in the butt? I was going to say, I think it, it very probably much depends on which part of the body is in play here. <laughs> but true. I think generally the, the way that they tell rape from consensual is the amount of like, yeah, like, you know violence involved so <laughs> yeah okay so off they go to south padre right. yeah where is south padre um it's in texas it's in the oh. gulf oh wow how do you know that uh my senior year of college we really contemplated going to south padre but then we realized oh we're fucking poor so we did not go <laughs> so i've never heard of anyone wanting to go to texas for their spring break I don't I think mean, of Texas as a beach state, but I guess it is. It is. It has. It's, it's got a little bit of everything. On it's the a, Gulf. Yeah. Nobody messes with Texas. <laughs> nobody. Don't mess with Texas. That's what it is. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right on the jet. Quote, quote in our jet shot. Long jet shot. Long Flying quote. Sun. Oh, and Dr. Reed. <laughs> Dr. Reed. Let's only refer down. to him as Dr. Reed from now on. Um... Okay. I like his outfit today. I mean, it's a pretty standard outfit for him. Jackson Rathbone, that's his name. Yeah, that's the guest star we're talking about here. That's Jasper. Um, Swan. So, no, not Swan. What? Edward. What's the Cullen. last name? Cullen. Cullen. Um, so the letter I for icky. The letter I for icky. Um, Penelope's favorite word is icky. She does. Yeah, she uses a it a lot. Cesspool of DNA. Ew. Well, that's hot. I mean, that's spring break. If I've ever heard a description <laughs> Ew, of spring break, secretion. Ew, that's oh. a gross word. Secretion is a gross word. Ugh. Um. Okay, so we've had oh, multiple. Look a lot alike. We've had two men that have died yeah, in this. They're manner. just like generic white boy, brown uh, hair, brown hair. Yep, that's about it. Um, and so they're saying that this is going to be a tough situation for them to profile in because it's spring break. It's a lot of young college kids. They're coming and they're going like they don't have a lot of qualms about like talking to strangers like there's alcohol involved. Like that's just like a lot of different variables that they have to factor in. So many people. There's people like. Yep. People that aren't booked for the rooms, staying right. in the rooms, coming and they're going. They're talking. They're trying to decide if they think we've got a gay unsub, mm-hmm. um, or if it's a woman, or if it's a woman. Would a man who's not gay, right, do this? Commit that kind maybe. of crime? Maybe. Okay, so we've met the boss lady from before. She's like the manager Those of the hotel. Out of control. Whose shirts? Her shirt. That it's pattern a, it's is a big pattern. It's a big pattern. It's like the tile you would see on like, like the hotel in Mamma Mia, the movie <laughs> that Meryl Streep works at. She yeah. would she would use that tile there yeah. in Greece. All right, we're we're 
peeping all the cameras. Yeah, so they've got a lot of cameras, but she says that honestly there aren't enough. There's plenty of places that aren't covered by the cameras. Um, and she says that she doesn't remember either of the victims, but she's like, hello, I meet a lot of people during the course of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's going to go get the rest of the staff for them to talk to. She can't, no signs she of seems, struggle. She seems kind of creeped out like she doesn't want to go yeah, in the room. Well, which, naturally. Fair. fair. Scratch marks on the footboard. So they yep. were bound. Yes, we know that. We have some consensual binding leading into a lot of unconsensual other stuff. Yes. Well, hmm. Rossi thinks Rossi, he might have been coerced. Right. But it's like, if the if the unsub is a smaller person than the victim, like, how would you, how would they tie them up in a coerced yeah. fashion? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, the dad of the first victim there. Lady I from? know. I know. I don't know. She. So we're Classic. meeting, like, our local detective lady. Yeah, look at that beachy precinct. She plays a detective on Pretty Little Liars. Oh. That's where I know her from. Of course you watched that show. I did. I never finished it, but I watched quite a few seasons. (laughs) Someone's A. Someone. Someone. All right. We are reliving the Why does he have his gun out? Why does Morgan have his gun out? I don't know. Pointed at our victim. Look at that tattoo on his back. What What is is that? It looks like it says something. It looks but like I a hand tell. to me, like oh. a folded hand. <laughs> like it has a, a weird tattoo. Okay. okay, so they're saying he they could have drugged them and tied them up, but the tax screen came back with nothing like that. So that's not it. So they're saying they it really has think to be, the unsub's a male. Yeah, they have, they're saying that it has to be consensual then, because yeah. how else would you manage to tie him up without him fighting you off? Uh, um. Okay, so the the unsub indicates that the guest is checked out, so the housekeeper comes in to start cleaning stuff, which erases a lot of stuff. Exactly, it's a very smart like countermeasure because yeah, she's they gonna start. They're gonna clean shit down. Yeah, in this situation, we know it was janitor boy, but you know mm-hmm. he go he cleaned like pretty much the whole room before he found the body. Yeah. So, all okay. right, we're with the dad. <laughs> Um, so they're saying, did he have any history of drug abuse? And he says, no, he was an athlete. And it's like, oh, oh right. he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Because we don't know any athletes <laughs> that do bad things. <laughs> As if athletes aren't famously taken down for all sorts of drug all issues sorts all the of time. Stuff. Yeah. They're never caught in compromising situations ever. Um, oh. so they're saying he had sex with a man before he died. Was it consensual? Was your son gay? Um, yep. And we cut away before we get the answer. Now we're seeing Janitor Man. He's smoking a cigarette on the roof. Mm. Um, listening to his iPod, you know, like he does. Did you see the name of the person that wrote this episode? No. It just popped up. Rick Dunkel. Rick Dunkel. <laughs> what a great name. That's a name. That must be Dunkel. a new writer. I feel like we would have known yeah. that one before. Jason Alexander directed this episode? He did. Is that a spoiler for a fun fact later? Sort of, but not really. Okay. I I had a, I assumed that you would see it in the credits and you would probably yeah. shout it out. It just so. really stuck out. Yeah. This guy really has the same haircut as Reed. It's they like are, they're looking in a mirror. They are like rocking the exact same haircut. Like, like e- push behind their ears. It's so similar. 
It's like this is what Reed would have become if he hadn't gone to yes, the academy. If he wasn't an absolute baby genius, he yeah. he might have become this boy. Um okay, so he Okay, so he's he's got like the like class thing. Yeah, cuz he's like, like oh, the, chip the people on his shoulder. he's like the people, people who own this place. Yeah, the people who stay here like walk around like they own the place, like they're not locals. Um, he seems kind of shy. Like, he's got his hands in his pockets. Yeah, his eyes are all red. Yeah, and he asks Reed if if he's seen bad stuff. And he Mm. says, can you close your eyes without going back to that stuff? And he says, I don't know. I'm afraid I still don't know. That guy's hair looks like he parted it with one of those zigzag combs. It does. Why would you ask that? What a weird question to ask someone you don't know. To be like, do you think of bad stuff when you close your eyes? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Okay, so we're getting to know our recent victim. And Emily says that everyone everyone that they (laughs) talked to was like, he was a womanizing dick. He had a girlfriend. but He he was aggressive as hell. He would flirt with anything that moved. Like, he loved anything with two boobs. Yeah. So, like, we're thinking he's not gay. Um, so they're now they're thinking that if it wasn't consensual, then maybe the unseb had a partner. Why would we think that? Yeah, I feel like we're going in a weird direction with some of the assumptions that we're making. Why do they... Hotch finally brings up it could be a woman. Well, Rossi says that it could... That could be why the, what the team is. So the woman lures him up there with the idea of like, ooh, I think you're cute. Let's have sex. And then the partner who's a man is like either waiting in the room or whatever. And then he's big enough to be able to tie the guy up. Yeah. And, the, and like, then the man the woman is basically just bait. She's just bait. And so now we're seeing a woman, which looks like the same woman from before with the brown hair. Yeah. We only ever see her from behind. She's like She's lurking. At the pool party. She's lurking at the pool. Look at the tiki bar. Look at that. Look at those fun clear cups. Remember but like bars? neon. Those were fun. <laughs> were they? <laughs> <laughs> they used to be. Yeah. Depends. D- depends. All right. Two okay. bros are taking the lay of the land. Yep, they're scoping it out. They're just like and they're kind of, one of ladies. them is kind of keying in on our brunette, and he's like, "Oh, look at that! Whoa, where are you Whoa. going?" He that man is not playing drunk very well. No, his mouth is wide open. Oh, what the oh my fuck? God. So he just she walks puts up, his hands on her body, <gasps> and now they're just like slow dancing, but everyone else is fast dancing, and it's very <laughs> weird. And then we fade to black. That was bizarre. Now we're just seeing people slow-mo running. Slow-mo running on the it's beach. It's the morning. Oh, they're dancing. Look oh, at the gyrating. Dancing. So much gyrating. Bouncing. It's slow-mo. It's very weird. Okay, there he is. He's and dead. And there's our victim. But it's a different hotel, so it's not the same hotel. Oh. Um, so they have friends Where that- The s- cops caught, like, f- found the other hotel. What? Like, it's- <laughs> What? <laughs> they caught like they were in the other hotel. Of course he's gonna go to a different Oh line. right, yeah. Or she okay. is. Sorry. So they're thinking now so they saw the most recent victim walk away with a brunette woman. So now they're really thinking, like, okay, we've we've got the right idea here. He's being lured by a woman and then maybe there's a partner. Yeah. Um, so they're saying that like yeah, like you just said, they yeah. know that the cops are there. 
They want to avoid getting caught, so they go to a different hotel. Yep. So now they go back to the other hotel. <laughs> okay, so they think one of the unsubs is either an employee or a guest at the hotel. Duh! Duh! Who else would it be? <laughs> That's like being like, we think that the unsub is someone who was at the hotel last night. <laughs> we think the unsub was in the same room as the victim. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so you're looking for a heterosexual male that is most likely submissive in his everyday life with everyone except his partner. And then he, to her, he is the dominant. Okay. So he's socially Average awkward. Average intelligent. Emotionally unstable. Par for the All course. Right. And then we have women who are not good at interacting with men. Yes. Victimology is key. None of this is about sexuality. Nope. Which is weird. They're saying that this team targets like alpha male types who, you know, normally would not be the victims of things like this. Yeah. Um, it's about like the alpha male, like the power dynamic. Yes. All right. Um, we're talking to bartenders. We're talking to other hotels. We've bartenders got are definitely the ones to talk to because they see yeah, everything. They're going to know. All right, we're in with Garcia. Um, she uh, says that there have been no other reported rapes of men, but she's like, that's not surprising because men are less likely to report that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, she looked looked at these reports leading up to the first murder. Oh, and she found some video footage yeah. of victim number one. She would call him jerk face, she says. Oh. Um, he was harassing okay. an, an employee of the hotel. See, jerk face, grab damsel. Oh, and then here comes janitor, and he tries to step in, and he pushes them down. Um. And then he <gasps> pushes him in the pool! So oh. jerk face gets pushed in the pool by janitor boy. Wow. All right, so now janitor boy... Could be our Because he's caught up in it because he lied and said that he had never met either of the victims. Oh, now he's on the roof and he's just oh, kind of like rocking he's back doing and that, forth. Yeah, grab your head, rock back and forth thing. Yep. And, and so, so they're like, where's Adam Jackson? And she's like, I don't know. Um, and he says he had an altercation with the victim. And she says, oh, that comes with the territory. It's spring break. Yeah, Everybody's are wild in South Padre. And she says he Partner. was being a jerk. Rossi is being like aggressive Rossi and being like, you didn't think yeah. that this was relevant information? Uh, and he's like, why would he hide like, it? She's like, it wasn't oh, Adam. He's just trying to protect us. The manager told them oh. not to tell them. Oh. She says that when he's, he's really freaking out on the roof. Yep. And she says he disappears sometimes when he's supposed to be on duty. So now they're going to go check the roof. Yeah, because they we know, saw him there before. He is up there. Oh, <laughs> Garcia says his life reads like a how to make an unsub manual. He was born in Corpus Christi, in and oh, out of hospitals, lots of abuse. That's an abuser. Ugh. Oh, yeah. She suddenly died. His mom dies when he's five. Okay. Yep, that's a bad sign. Yep, and he goes to the stepfather who was the abuser. Um, and he was in and out of the emergency room. Then he went into a foster home. He's emancipated at 16. 16. Okay. 
<laughs> so they're saying that they should look to see if they can find a picture of the stepfather because Emily says that she would not be surprised if he like bore a resemblance to the victims. Yeah. So All right. So they the get surrogate. him and Morgan grabs him. Yep. And they're taking him into the interrogation. Taking him downtown to the station. And now Emily's like, he doesn't really look dominant. No. And Morgan's now, like, I'm remembering nah, he's in our the guy. opening scene, Reed is like, Where's Adam? He's uh, Adam. He's Adam. So Adam Where does is Adam gonna... go? I think I remember. I'm starting to remember this episode. I'm not remembering any of it. It's like I'm watching this for the first time. Isn't that a magical feeling? <laughs> um, okay. Um so they're going to send Reed in because Reed's less yeah, imposing. Yeah, because they're literally the same. Yes, they have the same haircut and therefore they have bonded. <laughs> he uh Adam says she's going to go ballistic. And he's who's like, she? "Okay, well who's she?" But he's like, "You know that you're in a lot of trouble." And he's like, the only thing that I did wrong was leave work without telling my boss. And Reed's like, mm, I think there's more to it than that. <laughs> I need to talk to Julie. That's the manager. That's the manager, I think. Uh, so he's very bonded to this manager, which yeah, is Yeah, is Julie weird. our lady? Oh, maybe. But you, the hair know. wasn't the same. Well, oh, I don't know if you know I this, but people can change their hair, Kelsey. Nope, I remember why the hair is not the same. <laughs> okay, uh, so Reed is getting to this idea that maybe Adam is not remembering some things because he says that he doesn't have memories and he's got those migraines that he says that he gets. Oh. So Reed is like, hey, like, I really want to help you out, but like, we have to talk about what's going on. And he says, please. I just need, I to, need talk to talk to, to Julie. Julie. And Reed's I like, need to all talk right. To Julie, partner. Um, so JJ comes in and she says, I just got off with Garcia. He doesn't just work at the hotel. Oh, he, he lives, lives there. there. He, he was got- kicked out of school. Okay. And that's when he petty started theft, at the hotel. And so he Oh, Julie Riley okay. pays his bills. She bailed him out of jail. And she's the one who told Madison to cover up so Adam's fight. She feels like Julie. responsible. Julie is in in the middle of it all. Yeah. She volunteered at a foster care facility. Oh. Uh-huh. So maybe she met him when he was much younger she and did. kind of befriended him. Okay. She was a surrogate mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. She, Julie so is they're the saying dominant. She's the dominant. Dun, dun, dun. Now we need to find her. Gotta find Julie. Well, she's going to be on the run by now. <laughs> <laughs> they find her last, the last place her credit card was used. Okay. So we're finding the so address. we're going to go there. Off we go. Will she be there? Hard to say. Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> How long do you linger? Oh, look at that guy dancing that shirt. Did you see him? He was really going. Oh, look at that lady with her hips. I love watching. Yeah. I love watching extras dance. You know what I love about it is you know there's no music playing. You, there's no music, which is why they're all bouncing at slightly different rhythms. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so all right. we see another hot see brunette. Her doing her thing. She's doing Hands. her thing where she's like, touch my hips. Touch me. Yep, there she that's is. Julie. Jewel- Big jewels. Big jewels. She likes to gyrate on some men, which, like, go for it, but, like, don't kill them over it, you know? (laughs) No. 
<laughs> don't seduce them into your a weird mouth situation. Is so their mouths are so close, but it's like you just met him. Oh, oh, and Rossi's <laughs> right there. Rossi. And she, he goes, me, believe kid, me, this kid. is your lucky night. And, and he's he, like, the guy just like walks away, uh, like, uh, who are you? And oh, Rossi, Rossi, sugar, sugar. <laughs> that was apparently what was the music it was playing. I couldn't. Yeah. Hear it. Okay, so All we're right, back in the we're therapy back to session. The interview. And he's yeah, the, the lady says he, he they got what he deserved, and Reed says, oh. "Did Adam get what he deserved?" Oh, she's in pink, like she's in jail or yeah. like a psychiatric ward or something. Yeah, they're like pink scrubs, kind of. Yeah, he's in and a better she, place in a better now. Place now. And she says, "You met Adam. Tell me that I'm wrong." Puts out the cigarette. Look at those long nails. Yeah, so long. How do you get those wherever she is? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like in a mental institution, you maybe wouldn't be allowed to have really long nails like that. Yeah, no. Okay, so we've now we're kind of flashing back. So we're talking to Adam again. And Reed's like, hey, we're kind of the same. Like, we're not really fighting kind of guys. Like, our hair is long. Our hair is long and a little messy. That's the kind of guys we are. <laughs> <laughs> Our hair tells the world, we're not going to fight you. No. We're not we're alpha not. males. Oh, yeah. We're harmless. Um, so right. he says that he remembers that he tried to stop the guy after he grabbed Madison. And the next thing that he knew, Julie was pulling him out of the pool. So we've got a huh. gap in memory here. Yeah. And then we're cutting in Julie oh, again. She also smokes because she just lit a cigarette. And she says that the reason that she lied about everything was because, like, Adam has a record. And since he found one of the bodies, she didn't want him to, like, immediately become a suspect. Um, and she's Hotch asks if she takes advantage of the fact that he has a record and has had a rough life. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> so offended. Okay. Adam's like, we've been friends since I was a kid. Are you lovers? <laughs> and he says no. <laughs> now then, Reed's behind the wall. Yeah, what's happening? Cage. Why are they like now separated? That's weird. I don't understand. Um, and he okay, says, now he's talking about his migraines. Yeah, he says he takes a prescription for it. Reed says, why don't you take a prescription, basically? Oh. And now he's looking at, oh. Now so he's we, from out from behind the cage. Like, what is happening? What, what room, room are they, they in? in? It's like a storage room, but like not. <laughs> I don't understand. And now we're back to her- Julie. In, we're so, just—I guess we're—we're we're really just going back and forth about yeah, their past. Yeah. So in 2003, she reported a sexual assault, and the police didn't do a very good job looking into it. So Hotch well, is obviously Texas. Well, Hotch is obviously thinking that we've got a, uh, a Julie or a Julie, the Ripper situation like that other episode mm-hmm. where she's mm-hmm. getting revenge for the fact that her sexual assault was never prosecuted. So now they're going to give her a polygraph and the little cops like, Hey bitch, polygraphs aren't admissible. <laughs> and they're still doing it. Yeah, they're like, well, we're gonna do it anyway. So, oh, they're both oh, they're giving, it. they're both giving them. Okay, you 
the FBI agents wouldn't be the ones doing this. You know, they like, would have like an actual person, yeah, who can like administer these things and ask the questions the correct way. Right. There's a whole thing to it. Even though it's all fooey, there's a thing there's a thing to it. It's all fooey. <laughs> um yeah, so it's just them asking them a series of questions about each other basically. We're zooming so far in on eyes, so faces, mouth, eyes. No one remembers anything. Yeah. Have they had sex? I don't know. I don't know. They say no. Did you murder He's just Carl? A friend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> If somebody asks MX plus B. If somebody asked me what the formula Y equals MX plus B means, I'd be like, what? I don't know. Slope. Sorry that I haven't taken a freaking like geometry class or whatever, an algebra class (laughs) since I was in high school. Okay, they both passed. Oh, with flying Flying colors. colors, Just like that guy in Murder Among the Mormons. (laughs) Plus 14. No one gets a plus 14. All right, now um, they're both leaving together. Yep, off they're they go. They're out. like getting signed She's out. She's a lefty, he's a righty. And he just he like... He's really... He's making he's eyes at Reed. Like eye fucking the shit out of Reed right now. What is happening? It's, it's so weird. <laughs> it's like they're like air dropping Bluetooth files between each other. <laughs> they're like having a weird sexually he's... charged staring contest. And I and don't... Reed is like... Am I gay? Like, but... <laughs> <laughs> the look on Reed's face is like pure confusion, but the yeah. look on Adam's face was like pure I lust. Just climaxed. Like just like oh god. So oh, Julie's was he like pretending to be the the submissive the whole time. I don't know. So well, Julie takes him ways. back to work, and she's like, "Hey, can you go like clean the pool oh, and stuff?" She but walks then one she, way, like, but then she leaves. Yeah. So no, Reed is now watching the tape because he's like, I think I have a boner for this guy. <laughs> he's rewatching the tape of him <laughs> pushing the guy in the pool. All right, and we're going over it again. Yeah, and they're like, if um, <laughs> Emily is convinced that if Adam is not already a killer, he will be someday. <laughs> um, All right. So the they're talking about equa- okay. So the slope equation was the baseline. Okay. And they're saying that, yeah, like... Yeah, so Reed's like, what if he lied on the baseline question and intentionally right. got it wrong? That's why that's such a stupid baseline question. Right. I feel like that's the baseline... why it usually is, what's your name? What's your name? Or what like, date is today? Who's what the color president? is the sky? <laughs> like, <laughs> like... Okay, so we're seeing Julie going into some room. Ew, I'm scared. There's so oh! many mirrors. Why are there so many mirrors? She just pulled down so... Like, a bunch of sheets, and they were covering a bunch of mirrors. What, what if our unsub isn't a couple? Dissociative identity, identity disorder. disorder. There it oh. is. He's got okay, multiple. So <gasps> she's finding all the weird dresses and the oh. rope and stuff. He's also He's Julie. also the unsub. He's both. Yep. So He's, she says, oh. Reed sees, like, he, not when he gets pushed, he, like, knocks his head. And then when he sits back up, he's got, like, a totally different look on his face. Like an alter ego. Oh. So. Adam wasn't eye fucking him. It was Julie. It was Julie. Or whatever her name is. <laughs> it might not be Julie. But his, true. his female alter ego. Yeah. Wow. 
so okay so like the, the alter profile ego was right everything was right but it's just but like in the one lady person is in adam's right. brain also wow wow okay and that's why he doesn't remember so they're going to take him into custody because it's like, we don't know what the legality of any of this nonsense is in terms of whether he's responsible, but they have to. Oh, there he is. Julie's on the roof going to look for him. And she's like, I found these weird dresses in your room. And he's like, why did you go in my room? And he's touching his head like he's having one of his headaches. Yeah. So Julie is starting to put together like, hey, you have these weird like moments yeah. that you don't remember you got a lot of evidence that says you're the one that's murdering these people yep and he's like that's crazy julie like what the hell and then oh so she's, but she's like is a woman th- is there a woman doing this to right you? like she doesn't realize that he has another personality she thinks that there's another woman that has like caused him to do this oh, so he's boy. like freaking out and oh, she's like yeah, we gotta go, like, to let's go to the police okay and he's crying he's all upset and she's like, it's okay. Like, I'm not, like, you I go or I you. go, bitch. And now he's changed. And now There's the face. assertive personality is out. He stands up all like straight. A feminine, feminine voice. voice. I, I said, said no. no. Oh, the intense stare. <laughs> he stands like he has boobs. He does. I, su- I suddenly believed he had at least <laughs> a nearly beat. I mean, give it up for Jackson <laughs> Rathbone and his intense acting in this yeah. episode, I guess. Just like his name is Amanda. Amanda. My name is Amanda. He says if if and he she's like, Okay, well, great to meet you, Amanda, but if you have a problem, like let's go to the police. <gasps> He's gonna push her off his friggin' roof. <gasps> oh, dude. We've been fading to black for six years. It's so long. Okay, here Silence. they come. All right, let's all run out of the the suburban here is Julie dead on the ground from being pushed. Well, off we're a going inside. Oh no! Take the roof. Why didn't no one? Why? Mm, why aren't we running they around the perimeter? Up, oh, someone in the back. So there <gasps> they go. Back up! All these people spring are like breakers. Are spring like, breakers are just in the fucking way. There she is. There she is. Oh, she's not all dead. bloody. Yeah, because as we noted at the beginning, it's only a three-story building. Yeah. Okay, so she's alive, but she's really struggling here. She's like, it wasn't him. Strange. Did he say where he was going, Julie? He called, called himself, himself Amanda. Amanda. There you go. That's the altar. Yes, yes, yes. She panicked and she would connect this to her. She's feeling the pressure. So where would Amanda <gasps> go? That <laughs> face on Reed. Reed was so weird. <gasps> we're, having, we're having flashbacks to Tobias Hankel. Oh, why? I don't know. That was so random. Okay, so they're oh, saying going that back she's to the dad. going oh, after Tobias the Oh, had DID. Oh, you're right. Okay. And finally, okay. Hotch is like, medics. Yeah, like after all that. <laughs> Excuse <Jesus>. me? <laughs> okay. You found, A, those college people found that lady how yeah. many minutes before the FBI like, got there? You all have your cell phones. Call 911. All okay. right, we are, We're I guess, at the Papa's house. Get to the stepdad's house. Is We're all going in. Were those Billy Bass? <laughs> it looked, Billy it Bass. sure looked like a Billy Bass. Oh, my ooh, God. Ooh. He's about to kill I him. I really hate when people are strangled with plastic bags. Bag over the head, knife the to the throat. The dad is just like, 
How scary is that if you're that actor? Horrifying. How do they do that there has in an to okay be, way? There has to be something in there that's letting air in. Like, yeah. it has to be inflated in some way because there's no way they're going to be like, okay, now we're going to put this bag over your head. <laughs> like, yeah. don't panic. <laughs> there's got to be like something Jackson Rathbone's holding behind the head. Right. That's, like, pumping. It's like oxid. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He looks crazy. He does. He's His eyes are all bugging out of his head. And he says... I was stronger oh, than he was. Oh, okay. It's Amanda. Okay. Yes. So basically, the DID came out when he was a kid, when he was being abused, and then Amanda would, you know, come out when she was yeah. he was being beaten because she abuse. was Amanda she was stronger. stronger. Um. So Reed's like trying to talk Amanda down. Yeah, and Reed's like, uh, "I'll get you the help you need." Amanda. Amanda. You even, and Adam. Ooh, even JJ's there to catch the unsub. She sometimes isn't. I hear like. She- True. She rarely is, honestly, at this point. Okay. Um, what are we doing here, guys? Oh! Oh! She's going to cut her throat or his throat. I don't know what you're referring to it as. <laughs> it is tricky. I don't know. But we know that doesn't happen because Reed is talking to Amanda. Right. Okay, so he's so going to have to put the knife down. Adam permanently goes away. Like, permanently disassociates. And he says, I know what I have to do. Oh, my God. Ah. I will keep him safe forever. And then pushes. Oh. The- what the fuck? Drops the knife like a mic drop. So dramatically. <laughs> it was like a mic drop. And then, like, very weirdly, like, bounces down onto his knees on the bed. He's doing the eye thing again. I can't deal with it. I am oh. scared. It's so creepy. And then Morgan uh, goes, Reed, he's gone. She's swallowed him whole. And now she's just Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> that so now Reed intense. is back on the roof, just staring at the sea. Yeah. Reed was like, I know where I need to go. Yeah, I need the to be one with that Adam. hotel. And Morgan's like, hey, Reed, let's go home, dude. What's eating you, man? <sighs> I don't know why everybody's southern accent today. <laughs> Um, so oh, we had to let the dad go free. Right. Yeah. And so Reed's like, I don't really feel like this was a win at all. Um, a lot of Morgan, lives are going to be saved now that Amanda's off the streets. Um, and okay. Reed's just like, I wish I could have noticed the signs in, in time to state into in time to save Adam. Uh, don't they all, they all beat themselves up over shit like this sure. all the time. Hotch just did it, what, like two episodes ago? Yeah, for like, sure. Come on. That's not how we do this. It's also like, Reed, like, you met this person, like, 24 hours ago. Yeah. Like, how... Literally the sun has gone down once. Yeah, like, how would episode. you... How are you expected to, like, completely unravel this? Okay, so now we're talking about Tobias Hankel. And he's like... He didn't almost kill me. His alter ego of his dad did. And he's like, the real Tobias Hankel saved my life because he brought me back from the dead when I was, like, ODing. Oh, and you think so, because of Tobias, you somehow owe Adam something. Right. So I mean, he thinks he needs to go get Adam out of... Out of Amanda's, Amanda's clutches. Clutches. <laughs> Jinx. Her mental clutches. Yeah. That mental cage. 
Um, and Morgan's like, listen, you are just going to have to kind of accept the fact that you can't save everyone, which it's like, yes, that's a valid point, but also hypocritical to your point because they all have moments where they don't accept that at all. Yeah. They're like, no, I need to save this one person. Okay. So now we're back to the interview with Amanda. Right. And he's like, she's like, how long are you going to keep doing this? And he's like, until I find, oh man. Jackson Rathbone makes a beautiful woman. He does. The drag is real. He, uh, and so she's like, oh, you're trying to wear me down in order to release Adam. And he says, no, I'm just waiting for you to do the right thing. And she doesn't well, blink I'm afraid ever. You'll <laughs> is that what makes Jackson Rathbone's acting in this so scary? No blinking. Because he blinks not once. Not once. It's also like... His ability to make a stare sexual is very weird. <laughs> it's like a violent sexualness. It's, it's very, like, his ability to communicate through a stare is unbelievable. And then Reed just turns and stares into a mirror. I can't deal with this. This episode is so it's, strange. It's so, there's so much staring. There's so much staring. Mark Gordon. Uh, Mark Gordon. It's so much staring. And I, like, I'm intense. Unsettled. <laughs> intense, unsettling stares. <laughs> I I can't deal with it. <laughs> it was, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that episode. I don't either. And I went into it kind of remembering a little bit and feeling like I didn't like it. And then about halfway through, I started to think, do I like it? And then I... You're right. And now I kind of am circled back around to maybe I don't like it. But I yeah, don't... It's hard to tell. I don't know if it's that I don't like it or it just makes me really uncomfortable. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It really, like... I don't know. Like... I feel like the only thing about it... I don't know. Like, the I mean, crime is good. It's an interesting premise. Yeah. It's very out of the box. Like, this, I, you know, I mean, I guess, though, I do often forget the whole, like, dissociative identity disorder aspect of the Tobias Hankel thing. So it's yeah. like, it's not like the Every first time. time that we've done that, obviously. Yeah. But obviously, this is done in a much more kind of like shocking way yeah and then i think you add in jackson rathbone rathbone's just like really uncanny ability to creep you out with no words yeah that it just takes it to a whole nother level i don't I know think I, I think it was good i think i liked it and <laughs> it unsettles me a little bit i'm like thinking I mean, I don't know enough about dissociative identity disorder yeah. when it's, like, across genders. Right. But I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just on alert. Like, <laughs> nothing about it, like, openly seemed offensive. Yes. Okay. Or, like, transphobic. Thank you. Thank you. That is but what. I don't know. That is what I was thinking about because I remembered the part about him being, like, the female unsub. Like, I remember yes. that aspect of it. And I rem- I was thinking earlier today that I was like, is this... But I-, but I couldn't remember, like, enough details of the episode to, like, really put together, like, a clear thought process on it. But I was wondering of, like, is this going to be another episode where, like, it's handling that 
topic in a weird 2009 way. Right. But now that I've, like, rewatched it all, like, he's not trans. Like, I don't, like... No, it's... It's... It's weird. I don't know. I just don't. I I I'll say I just don't know. But like to your point, enough like, about any of it. So yeah. I have no. I can't. I don't say. I don't understand enough or know enough about like you said about DID or about about the gender aspects of DID and like yeah. what that means in terms of someone's like gender identity. Right. But like so like yeah I don't know but like I have a. I have a sneaking suspicion that maybe it's not being ha- it's being handled in kind of a stereotypical way. Yeah. I've I think the problem so- I have, I think the problem I have is the part at the end where he's like fully dressed as a woman with makeup mm. and a wig. Yes. Because yes. I'm like, would someone who has DID do that? Like that feel like maybe they would. I don't know. Right. I have watched, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole on DID like three years ago, maybe. Um, and it was never, I didn't, I'm, I'm sure it can happen and does, but I, none of them, none of the people that were being interviewed um, were permanently in an right. alter state. Right, right. Like the one woman, she had like, maybe like eight or nine different alters um, across the age spectrum and gender spectrum. Yeah. But she presented as like herself. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the, the uh, psychology behind an alter taking over. Right. And staying in charge. And then what that means for, I guess what's happening yeah to the physical body I guess what makes me kind of have pause with this whole thing and kind of makes me stop to think like is this not right like something about it makes me uncomfortable of feeling like it's being handled in a weird way is I just feel I'm I wonder and it's like not to accuse the writers of criminal minds of like being like openly weird about this but I just like I wonder if the the whole cross-dressing aspect like you know like him dressing mm. as a woman at the end if like that's just for shock value yeah of being like oh look at like you know and obviously it's very much intended to preserve the twist at the end because it's right. like you know we don't see his face in the beginning and like all of that stuff and so that maybe is what is feeling cheap to me because it feels like mm. it's using mm-hmm. people with you know different types of gender identities and who present in ways that are different than what like normal society might normally be used to. Like it feels like you're, you they're using that, like I said, for shock value, which is maybe what feels kind of eh to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At the very least, like I said, I don't know if there's like an actual psychological precedent for that kind of right. thing with DID, but it just, that that's maybe what I'm getting is just kind of like yeah. feeling kind of weird. Um, and like, Taking it back to 2009, already in 2021, I would say that it's probably not, like, CBS audience level of, like, broadness in Mm -hmm. people knowing the proper, like, vocabulary and just knowing about gender identity and gender dysphoria and DID. Take it back to 2009. Yeah. Way worse. Like... 
the the audience watching this at the time a vast majority are probably were probably not literate enough to totally separate that like right. they're attributing this to like a psychological phenomenon exactly not what happens in people who are transgender right like i feel like it's it's dangerously and kind of like recklessly conflating mental illness with being transgender yeah yeah. and i think that's maybe what is feels problematic is that like you said like someone who someone who yeah especially in 2009 when like conversations like that were not being had in a broad sense across you know society i think like yeah there's not enough of a nuance and there's not enough of a separation on the show they don't spend enough time unpacking that and so it feel yeah it just feels like oh like this person is a a murderer b obviously has mental illness and c is now dressing like a woman so all people who i see as presenting male but are now dressing as women they all have mental illness like that's a problem right and i think like that's that's just i think the problem that you run into and i you know even now of just yeah this this kind of lazy and kind of reckless misunderstanding right and there is there is like just it's all across time and location that people will use um gender bending to put it in the most layman's terms (laughs) yeah as a sign of villainy right um like, think of a lot of, like, Disney villains. Jafar is a very mm-hmm. effeminate man. Yep. Ursula yep. is literally based on Divine, a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of that. So I realize I-, I only named two Disney villains. But- <laughs> <laughs> those are the only villains. Um, That's what just was on the top of my examples. head. Those but, are like, good examples. Or you think of, like, like, Maleficent has a very deep voice. Right. Like, they just, like... If you want to make someone into a villain, you take away what makes them male or female mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in like, like, quote unquote, male or female, yeah. feminine or masculine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of um, a lot of things to kind of consider from that perspective with the episode. And I, I do just I do think that there's I think that maybe they would they would handle the, that differently maybe now if the show was going to redo this episode in 2021 there may be some other considerations that they would make yeah when doing that um that all being said though i mean like like i said like there's that and then there's jackson rathbone and his acting which it's like like i said like i the the (laughs) The staring is just unmatched, really. Unmatched. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't. Like, he the greatest stare in Criminal Minds thus far. Oh, absolutely. And was... staring is a big part of this show. It is. And it's, I mean, his ability to communicate without any words is really intense. The fact that he conveyed to Reed that he was a different person and was an, like a dominant. Yeah. When he just was with signing out of prison. Just with his eyes. Just with his eyes. But like like we said, like, it's like, I honestly, to any of the listeners, like, I feel like I 
need to urge you to rewatch this episode so you can fully appreciate what we're talking about because I feel like we can't even fully communicate it. Like the weird (laughs) sexual tension that was getting pushed across that room between Reed and, and Adam when he was signing out of the police station was like visceral like i yes like i can't describe it any other way and it's kind of funny because reed looks just so confused while adam looks so intensely sexual that it's just (laughs) kind of like what's going on but it's it's kind of comical but it's like it's a lot and i just yeah it's i don't know i don't know this makes me want to do a fun little thing where i think on our instagram we both need to do our best Jackson Rathbone stares and post them <laughs> when the episode comes out. Like when we posted my impression of the uh, of the North Mammon of girls? the North Mammon yeah. girls escaping down the alley with their blankets. Yeah. Okay. I almost posted that the other day. <laughs> In what context? <laughs> so <laughs> you know how it was International Women's Day last week. Oh and my god! I posted like in was my I- person on my personal Instagram. I posted all of the like women that. I love. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I should post Kelsey in my own feed. I'm going to post this North Mammon picture. <laughs> like, I specific, I started a new album on my phone for Women's Day because, you know, it's hard to find pictures of an Insta story. But then I was, <laughs> but then I, there are many reasons why I didn't end up posting it that I'll tell you off air. <laughs> but I considered it and I looked at it for a little bit and giggled. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank um, you for the consideration for yeah. your uh, your Women's Day post. You're but. a powerful woman that I respect <laughs> and <laughs> appreciate. Thank you, and that and the, honestly, I mean, there's nothing that conveys my womanly power more than that photo of me with a blanket <laughs> on my head, <laughs> so just, like swaying back and forth, <laughs> with just like staring off into middle space, <laughs> just like <laughs> sad cello music plays in the background. So yeah, it's a weird episode. I I still don't. I even now as we've talked it all through, I still don't. I don't know if I like it or not. Yeah. I can't. I can't decide. I mean, like taking away like um the weird like shock value, yeah, of the reveal at the end. Um, I think other than that, though. It does like it is a solid episode. Like, yeah, yeah. Had I they not thrown in that cross-dressing bit, mm-hmm. um, is it? I, I mean, I don't even know if cross-dressing is the right term in that situation. I, I, I don't, don't know. Um, like other than that, I think it's pretty solid. Like, it's a good backstory. Like, there's, I mean, there's good lots teamwork. of interesting misdirects. Like, it's like, you think it's lots Julie. It's not Julie. Fun like, shots of people dancing. <laughs> so many shots of extras dancing in their <laughs> bathing suits. Like, lots of 20-somethings got paid a very small amount that day to be to extras just, in that To just, like, show. bounce up and down to yeah. no music whatsoever. Hold a cup that just has water in it and then, like, And smile. just shake some glow sticks around. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think that that's that's maybe the best way to look at it is like if you if you take the the weird elements that we've discussed away that haven't aged well, it's a pretty solid episode. Um, 
It's an interesting one. I don't know. It I, is. That's maybe the best way that I can can put it and summarize it. It's yeah. just an in, it's an interesting one. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got too. <laughs> that's all I got. Um, um, yeah. So let's shift gears. Let's <laughs> do it. Um, I don't remember who goes first. Mm, I kind of think I do. Okay, go ahead. Um, so my fun fact is related to our dearest Jason Alexander. Mm. Uh, so as Kelly noticed during the episode, this episode is directed by Jason Alexander, a.k.a. everyone's favorite white-haired goateed unsub from Mastermind. <laughs> Um, at first I looked into the fact of whether or not he is the only, um, person to both, like, other than, like, the main cast members who we know have directed and also appeared on an episode. Like, was Jason Alexander, like, special in that way? He sort of is. There's been, I think there, I've had another a couple of fun facts where like the director does a cameo in the episode, but mm-hmm. I don't think, I think he's really the only one that is kind of like brought in as a guest star first, does a whole big arc on the show and then, you know, comes back and, and, and directs. But I then wanted to look and find out how, if like this was kind of like a one-off for him and he really hasn't directed a whole lot. Like this yeah. episode of criminal minds is like one of only a handful of director credits for him. He did direct an episode of Seinfeld, which tracks. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other things that he's directed, it's a very interesting cross-section of television. He directed two episodes of Everybody Hates Chris, which was okay. a, which was a like a I think it was on the CW, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um he directed an episode of Franklin and Bash, which is what is that? A like kind of weird crime procedural on like TNT. So like, is it current? No, it was oh, on okay. in like the I want to say like maybe like 2010s, maybe. Okay. Um, he directed an episode of Mike and Molly. Okay. Which is Melissa McCarthy's, like, yeah. thing. And what's his face that's from here? Billy Gardell? Oh, is he from Pittsburgh? Oh, big time. Oh, big time. Okay. Uh, and then a show called Till Death, with I, which I've never oh, heard yeah. of. I don't think. Yeah? Yeah? Who's in it? Um, I don't know. Tall guy from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh. What's his name? Well, I guess I can Google it. <laughs> Uh oh I don't yeah what's his name um Brad Garrett Cassie's yelling it <laughs> I just heard that from the, the background You're like Brad Garrett <laughs> yeah yeah who's yeah. the the woman who's the wife <laughs> did Cassie watch this show Patricia Arquette no no no. <laughs> Not Patricia Heaton. Not that everybody loves Raymond. It says Jolie Fisher is the wife. Jolie Fisher? Okay. I gotta look that up. Well, anyway, now that you've all experienced that. <laughs> Patricia Heaton's on Everybody Loves Raymond. That's Everybody Loves Raymond, yeah. No. 
<laughs> I can Cassie tell you. can't hear Kelsey's side, so she never knows. <laughs> she only knows what she hears from me. Uh, I can Please communicate to your wife that I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and Patricia Heaton is nowhere mentioned <laughs> for Tilda. Patricia Heaton is deep in the ABC comedy The Middle at this time. Yeah. That yeah. Till Death is coming out. Yeah, because there's only four seasons of Till Death, and it's 2006 to 2009, so. Yeah, I think my parents watched Till Death. Hmm. hmm <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so I think it's funny, like, he kind of, like, really dabbles in these kind of, like, lighthearted, mostly sitcom-y shows, and then he directs an episode of Criminal Yeah, Minds. it's so weird. I want to know more. And he just... Jason he, Alexander, are you listening? Please come be on the show. <laughs> he, he directs one of the weirdest episodes of Criminal Minds that do there you, is. Do you think he single-handedly got that stare out of Jackson Rathbone? <laughs> he directed that. What do, you think he, he, what do you think he said to him to get that? He pulled it out of him. Like, he was just like... <laughs> he was just like, Jackson, I want you to picture that you're looking at me when you are staring. And I want you to picture me in the wig that I wore in my episode of Criminal Minds. Just- and then undress me with your eyes. <laughs> I don't know. But that's a, such a good point. I didn't even think about that. Is like, I actually... I'm finding it really funny to imagine what that would have been like. Like, what was set like? <laughs> what that was week? set like that week? And what was Jason Alexander's directorial method <laughs> to get That's, that kind it's just of acting? So fun. You know, like, like something happened when he was on, and they were like, "You should come back and direct." And he was like, "I know." Okay, and that's sure. the thing. Like, talk to my people. I would and then his love. People were like, you got to do it, Jason. I would love to know more about that. And I really did try to like find stuff, and I really there was nothing really to be had of just like how that progressed. But I would love to know the story behind that, like of how that how that happened like did he That's ask Twitter to, mission for the week did he ask to direct something because he had so much fun being on it or like Maybe. did they approach him like I feel like when you're Jason Alexander you can kind of do whatever you want so I kind of yeah. feel like if he asked to direct an episode like why wouldn't they let him yeah they'd be but... like yeah we got a real gem for you Jason <laughs> And that's the other thing. Did he get to pick which episode? Yeah. Like, like I would have more. The episode in season four that I thought Jason Alexander could have directed is yeah. the Will Wheaton one. Oh, yeah. Just that because Will been... Wheaton is similar in caliber and weirdness. Like, that would have been comedy such, slash... such star power to have Will Wheaton <laughs> and Jason Alexander on the same episode. People from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I would please re- put that out in the Twitterverse because I would yeah, love I'm going to. I would love to know more about that, just that whole thing. But yeah, that's all I've yeah. got as far as the fun facts go. So there you go. I mean, you wanted a Jason Alexander fun fact way back when. <laughs> there, there I finally it got it. You finally got it. So, <laughs> well, that was great. Thank you. Um, would you like a recommendation? I would love a recommendation. All right, this week I am recommending a podcast. Okay. So I have accomplished a big feat recently in catching up on all my podcasts. (laughs) That is a big feat. I did it a while ago and now I'm behind again. (laughs) Well, I keep 
I listen so aggressively these days for some reason. I don't know what happened. In like 2021, suddenly I was just like really on listening to my podcasts. Yeah. Um. So now by like Thursday, like I feel like most of my shows come out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. So then there's four days where I'm like, I don't really have much to listen to. Mm-hmm. So I've begun the hunt for a new show. Okay. And I found it. What is it? It is called Sinisterhood. Oh, okay. Play on the word sisterhood. Yeah, I got that. Thank uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's two two women from Dallas, Texas. Okay. Who who they, as with many podcasts, are also improv comedians. Yes, yes. But not as their jobs. Um, which Based is on, on the side. Just on the side, which mm-hmm. is fun. It has mm-hmm. an interesting perspective. Yeah. Um, but also they have beautiful accents. Southern accents. Texas Southern, accents. Just, but not like super heavy, mm-hmm. but just enough that it's like entertaining if you're not from there. Okay. <laughs> but they talk about, it's not like strictly like crime. It's just like anything weird spooky creepy paranormal oh your Um, favorite (laughs) they do a little bit of everything i think i had texted you when they did an i listened to an episode about the diatlov pass yes Um, oh that's what you were listening to when (laughs) you one girl didn't know what a gulag was um (laughs) which really i was like i don't know if i can stick with this if like that's the baseline of intelligence that they don't know what a gulag is um But you they bring it back. Said, you they also bring it back. <laughs> said that on that episode, they were like, "We've ruled out avalanche." Which yeah, that's absolutely they personally what fucking debunk happened. avalanches. It came out so the podcast started only thirteen to present, like in episode numbers, are available on Apple Podcasts for some mm-hmm. reason. So I didn't get to listen to the first twelve, but I've been listening from the beginning, and they're in twenty eighteen. Um, so the Diatlov Pass was. Like, they figured that out recently mm-hmm. and, like, fully concluded that it's an avalanche. But I'm just listening to it, like, they have all these theories about the government mm-hmm. and, like, the KGB did it or there was this radiation or there was a yeah. gulag. Yeah. Like, it was all these things. And I was like, oh, honeys, it was an avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> but another episode, I just listened, they did one on Elisa Lamb. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> like... They're just really like, I don't know, maybe somebody gave him some drugs. I don't know, maybe maybe they gave her drugs. And then the the one lady is more of the me, and she's mostly a skeptic and doesn't believe in anything. And she's like, yeah. I think she just stopped taking her meds. Yeah. Like, yes. That's it. Ding, ding, like, ding. Wait a couple of years, that documentary will come out, and the cops will be like, yeah, she didn't take her meds. Yeah. Um, I saw, speaking of that, this go it's gonna veer a little bit away from your recommendation but i saw something recently that was i think it was an article that was like oh like after the release of um you know vanishing at the cecil hotel like lapd receives like a flood of new tips about you know like the elisa lamb case and like that, like, they're close to solving. And I wanted to be like, they solved it. Like, they're not yeah, close to solving not, it. They already solved it. Journey. They already solved it. It's not, yeah. a, it's not, 
it's and like I was and but they were like oh like the internet sleuths I'm like oh my god are they still out there like yeah are, are they, they still sleuthing didn't we shut them down still sleuthing oh I was god. like there's nothing left to tip like they figured it out oh god. this case is not open it's shut also I did also just see on Facebook because you know Discovery Plus is now a thing yeah we have Paramount Plus Paramount Plus we now have Discovery Plus and Ghost Adventurers which is a big, fun, guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. They are doing an episode on Discovery Plus, and they are going to the Cecil Hotel. And oh, I really God. did have the thought of, like, what if I just paid the $4 <laughs> so that I could see it? I just, do the one month thing. I might have to, or I might have to do, they do, like, they have, like, a seven-day free trial. And I was like, maybe I need to do that, because I just kind of, I just want to see how ridiculous that is. But. Yeah, I bet it is very And ridiculous. he talks, like, in the commercial, he's like, they, of course, talk about Elisa Lamb, and he's like, the most mysterious vanishing in American history. Okay. And I wanted to be like, no. uh, Amelia Earhart, anyone. <laughs> like <laughs> That kid that was on the milk carton the first time, what's his name? I was like, it's, it's. It might it might have been at one point, but I feel like we again. I feel like we figured it out. I don't think that it's yeah that mysterious. A we found her. Yeah, a she's been found. You can't be the B, most mysterious vanishing once you f- are found. Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So this podcast, uh, they're funny. I feel like they really have a banter style that's similar to ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think our listeners would enjoy it. Oh, um. Yeah. It has me belly laughing. Wow. <laughs> which is something I really, I really love a comedy podcast. So, yeah. Um, and I find it's hard for me to find a p- comedy podcast I like because when I go trolling on the comedy charts, those top 100 is all men, men mm-hmm. talking to men or like some of the most famous people in the world talking right. to other of the most famous people in the world. Right. Which is fine. Whatever. Like... I That's also that? listen to Hillary Clinton's podcast. Like, yeah. I can listen to famous people, but I just feel like that's sometimes... not really what you tend to tend to gravitate no, towards. I don't. I'm not listening to Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. You know, that's yeah. not me. Yeah. Um. So I don't even know how I stumbled upon this one. It's not not a big, big, big podcast. They have twenty three thousand followers on Instagram, so obviously wow. it's bigger than ours. But, but it's not. It's not like my favorite murder level. Yeah. Um. But it's just funny. It's two women. So if you like a good lady comedians, mm-hmm. aka just comedians, yeah. um, <laughs> it's just really funny. And like one of them, my favorite thing that I figured out, like they obviously talk about it in the Lost 12 episodes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, she's married. She has like a little baby daughter at this point. I Since looking at her Instagram, she has two kids now. But she has a pet pig <gasps> named Petal. Pedal. <laughs> Pedal like comes up. They do they talk about some family's haunted house that where they would hear pig hooves. <laughs> and she's like, Well, I can tell you all about pig hooves in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, they're really funny. I don't know. I just really love it. So it's been cracking me up these days. I've been binging. It is like they did I don't know if you've ever heard the like legend of the black eyed kids what well it spooked me so much i was out on a walk the other day by myself and was like i don't know if i should keep listening to this like i'm scared (laughs) even though it's 
comedy and I don't believe in that shit and they don't like they don't lead you to believe in it. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. But <laughs> I was just like, I'm spooked out. Like, yeah. What if these kids come up and start talking to me? <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, I just have been really enjoying it. So if you need something else to listen to um, and you want something that's a little silly, but also in the same vein of like spooky and creepy. Yeah. Sinister Hood. That sounds fun. Sinister Hood. Yeah, that sounds fun. I will check that out. You very rarely steer me wrong on podcasts. So yeah, I think you will like this one. I I'm, would I would definitely say I am also looking for kind of just a new some new stuff to just like shake it up. I haven't been com- like consuming my podcasts at at a normal rate for really about a year just because like I typically listen to podcasts in the car. Like that's a big time when I listen to podcasts. So like commuting back and forth from work was a major way that I was consuming all my podcasts on a regular basis. And then like when I have downtime at work and I'm doing something kind of like monotonous, I listen to podcasts. So like working from home, like obviously like I'm not in the car as frequently and I don't know, like, I I feel like I'm not doing as much like monotonous work when I'm working from home. So like I now I kind of only listen to podcasts when I work out. So I but I mm. I feel like I am kind of I'm I feel like I'm in a natural place where I'm like, you know what though? I'm ready to like mix up my podcast content a little bit. Like I have I, my well, tried and yeah. trues, but I was like I'm ready to kind of expand my podcast universe. So that might be a might be a place to to start. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. That sounds like a little bit kind of the premise like of like last podcast podcast on the left. It's like the same kind of thing, but it's three dudes. So this sounds like it would be funny in a different way because it's two women. Like you can tell they definitely listen to last podcast on the left because they reference it like very periodically. Yeah. They also call things call their smaller episodes minisodes too. Mm -hmm. So they have to be MFM fans. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's thoroughly in our world. And in our realm. Thoroughly. Um, (laughs) Thoroughly. And there's Petal. Um, Petal the pig. What more could you ask for? It's my favorite thing. Now I just look forward to Petal content. (laughs) Do you think that's how people feel about Sadie? (laughs) I think that it is because people comment about Sadie on their reviews all the time. God, I can't wait till we podcast. I podcast with Sadie again. Yeah, she's right here right now. She's sleeping. When the nugget, when I, when I can eat those chicken nuggets with you. Yes. Can Sadie have one? She can have a little bit of one, yeah. Okay. Not a full one. She might poop her brains out. <laughs> I don't think that it would make her poop her brains out, but we tried to not feed her from the table. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Good call. She, uh, that's kind of her one. It's like, we let, we give Sadie a lot of leeway in life. Like, she lives a very cushy existence. Like, you know, she gets on the furniture, she sleeps in the bed, like a lot of things that a lot of dog owners are like, no, like we don't do that. Right. We really draw the line at table scraps though. Cause, yeah. Which is good. Cause like, she's really not like a beggar, like Steven's, good. Steven's like parents dog, like his family dog, like his dad was up here a couple weeks ago and he brought Dino with him. And it's so funny because like how quickly because Dino is a beggar and he does mm-hmm. beg for table scraps. Like how quickly Sadie figured out like, oh, 
Like this is a Wait, thing. This is, this is something this? that I can be successful at. But she knew I'm for a, stick my nose over here. She knew not to do it to me and Steven. She only did it to Steven's dad <laughs> because she was like watching it. Like she was like, Dina walks over and sits there and then he gives him cheese. Like I want some cheese. <laughs> like, <'cause I> don't... <laughs> yeah, my uh, my nephew dog Pip, he's a big beggar. We'll yeah. just be sitting at the table and his nose like he can get his nose right up to table height. So can Sadie, just, like, but just she be doesn't sniffing that food. She does it, but I don't think like Stevens was like, oh, like she's begging. I'm like, she's not begging though. I think she just like legitimately like wants to know what we're doing. Like yeah. she's just like yeah. interested because she doesn't well, like. She Pip, just kind of like yeah. gives it a quick sniff and then she moves on. Oh, <laughs> but- Pip! Pip will just like he'll show up and he'll be under the table. Like he the the dog is as tall as the table, so he's just like shoved under there, and then you'll just feel a a nose appear under. Oh your hand. yes, oh yes, and you're like, Ooh, what is that? It's <laughs> it's Pip. He wants some of your bacon. <laughs> he wants some of your bacon. And there there are two children in that house. Oh uh, well, yeah. One who is just snacks on the go at all times. So Pip is uh, the cleanup machine. I yeah, I fully expect that Sadie's understanding of table scraps will fully change when there are kids in our house <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's a dog's dream like it's just yeah. like oh there's a tiny human that is just dropping shit left and right like yep. perfect yeah so. the other day jackson my nephew for those who don't know he is two years old uh he took some just shredded cheese and was just smearing it all over the table. A bunch <laughs> got on the floor, and I thought to myself, I could clean that up, but I know Pip's going to be over here. Exactly. Exactly. Why do that work when that dog can have it? Exactly. So. So. That's why you have anyway. dogs and kids at the same time. <laughs> uh, uh, do we have anything else that we want to share with our mm, dear imaginary pals before we sign uh, off? I feel like you guys know there's yeah. a Patreon. We mentioned at the top of the episode. We have a new hey, episode coming out. I'll finally post that second bonus episode. We'll throw so it out there. Sign up. Uh, so yeah, join the Patreon. You'll have, then you'll have two uh, true crime reviews to listen to, listen to. You can listen to us talk about the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, and then you can want listen to us uh, talk about murder among the Mormons. And someday um, you'll be able to watch our chicken nugget mukbang. And someday. <laughs> Someday you'll get to watch us eat a bunch of chicken nuggets. Um, And yeah, you guys know that you can follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at Unknown Sub Pod to hopefully get a resolution to our questions about Jason Alexander's involvement. Hopefully he has a Twitter account. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. Don't they all at this point? Like, are you even a celebrity if you don't have a Twitter? Some Um, don't. And then you can also follow us on Instagram at the Unknown Subject Podcast. Uh, the personalized Sadie video still stands. We lost some followers, guys, over the last like week, and all of a sudden, and now we've regained them. So we're back at two ninety eight. So okay. it's it's a real push and pull. It's I'm on the edge of my seat. I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. <laughs> um, but as promised, I will send the three hundredth follower. A video on Instagram featuring Sadie. So, Here if you're in, if you're into that, if if she is the pedal to your mm. heart, then <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Be the three hundredth follower. What if I pulled that bullshit where I unfollowed us and followed us again to be the three hundredth follower? 
Well, if you were going to pull that bullshit, I would expect you to share the video then with everyone so that they could also enjoy it. <laughs> I have been that. I've Don't been worry. thinking long and hard about what, it, what we'll do in our video, and I think we'll be out in the yard. And it's a good our, time of year. Let her frolic around. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, anyway, right. uh, we'll be back with another episode of The Unknown Subject next week as we slowly chug along to the season finale. We're getting close. We're getting close, guys. We're getting, getting close. close. Couple of weeks. Well, like five weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's a couple. <laughs> Is it? Is it a couple? <laughs> um, Question. Do you yeah. think we will have the first dose of the vaccine or finish the season first? I think we're going to finish the season first. Okay. Because yeah, I think Okay. We'll, I think like in like barring any unusual circumstances that causes us to have to delay a week or something, we should be done with this season by the beginning of may right like the first week right of may. and that's when we're all supposed to be able to get the vaccine that's when we're all eligible to get the vaccine well, it doesn't mean we're all just gonna walk into cvs I'm gonna be and sitting, get it i'll be sitting on my computer on april 30th 1158 midnight <laughs> appointment <laughs> like i am ready fair me too um uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I think okay, I, it anyway. might be close, but I'm guessing that we're going to finish season four okay. by that point. But then we're going to go right into season five. We're just going to yeah. keep moving and zooming right along. Um, also, I think we are approaching our two-year anniversary. We are. It's in April. In April. So that's always fun. That's always a that fun little fun. milestone to um, to mark. I think we're also approaching our 100th episode. We are. So I, so yeah, I guess it that depends. would coincide. It depends on whether or not you count the bonus episodes in our I do episode not. count. Okay. Because then, yeah, then obviously our 100th episode is the show's 100th episode, which is um, pretty early on in season five. So, yeah, we are getting we are getting very close to 100 episodes. Holy cow. Subject. Triple dig. Triple dig. Um, Triple dig. All things to look forward to. Um, yes. So stick with us, friends. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for Thank being you here. Thank you for being here today. today. Um, and we'll be back next week. But as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's, it's over. over.